Matt, I love Mac Weldon so much. I'm wearing mine now. Are you? Yes. Mine are in the wash. Oh. Because I just wore them. Well, you know what your problem is? You got to get more. You're absolutely right. I need a full rotation of Mac Weldon. I'm going to get it. Those sweatpants, I'm telling you, I wear them out into the world. Oh, now those are the perfect post-Thanksgiving sweatpants. Oh, are they good? And during Thanksgiving sweatpants, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elastic is best. And they're super comfy, and they just fit me nice. That's because Mack Weldon products are crafted with those natural fibers, mm-hmm. built-in performance capabilities. Mm-hmm. They've got the, a, a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, meaning they eliminate odor. That's right. You want to stay odor-free oh, downstairs? God, of course. Listen, when you're making new friends, yeah. you want to make sure everything smells great. Don't be an animal. Don't be gross. Uh, also, all this shit is shipped right to your door. And if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep it, and they will still refund you. No questions asked. Yes. Just go to MacWeldon.com. Get 20% off your first purchase using the promo code HOMO. Do it. Gobble, gobble, gobble day. Hey. <laughs> Happy day after Thanksgiving to you, Matt McConkie. Safe to assume that at the time of release that we're both in full food and booze hangovers. I would imagine that's Here's true. Here's hoping. Here's hoping. Full carb hangover. Yes. Full elastic waist. Oof. Outer notches yes. of belt. Yes. Experience. Watching every episode of Search Party Season 2. Oh, what a way yeah. to spend a day. Being disgusting. And Being disgusting. Celebrating uh, the release weekend of Call Me By Your Name. Yes. Seeing oh. that in the theater at least once. You're going to be seeing that again, I hear? I'm going to be seeing that again. Wow. Please. My mom's in town. Do you think she can take it? Um, how, um, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, I've, there's no, no, she has no, no, there's no gay issues for her, I think, but maybe just seeing anything sexy. Yeah. Times I mean, it's, mom is, it's very sexy. It's yeah, very sexy. I uh, I think she could probably take it. I think my mom could, fi- could probably take it. Mm-hmm. Could we take experiencing being, it near that's them? The, thing. the answer is no. That's the thing. Yeah. So you'd have to send her off. Yeah, I might have to that. wait until she goes. Send a screener. Oh, oh shit. I shouldn't have said that out loud. I'm, I'm admitting no, to illegal no, no, no. behavior. You were just uh, inviting me to do that, and I'm saying, no, I will not. I no, will of course never not. give my mom a screener. Of course not. Of course not. How's your autumn going so far? Oh, God. You know, I'm rageful. I'm mm-hmm. full of rage. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is an ongoing issue, something that I plan to tackle uh, as maybe a New Year's resolution because I haven't tackled it just yet. Okay. I'm at the point of like I'm in line at the CVS and like the people are sta- are standing too close to me from behind and mm-hmm. I, I'm going I'm yelling too close too close too close yeah everyone you know twelve people behind me are like oh this person's having a nervous breakdown <laughs> yeah oh. and like I did I was at, I like had a guy you know a, a road rage incident where then we end up at the light next to each other and both windows are down and we're screaming into each other like, fuck yeah I'll fucking kill you yeah. So that's where I'm at. That's great. I screamed fuck you at someone uh, on my way to a loving acceptance meditation class. The other day. <laughs> that's a true story. What, 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 why, why did you scream fuck you at them? Because they were in my way and I was late for my loving acceptance meditation <laughs> workshop. Wow. We have a new meditation studio in Studio City. And, uh, and so I've been going to it. And it's very calming. Wait, is it the den? 
It is the den, yeah. Oh, I've been to the den in Hollywood. Uh, yeah. It's nice. What, can what, tell Paint the picture for paint me of picture. this class. Um, you go in. Uh, tea is complimentary. Of course. Um, you must check your cell phone, which I think is a very smart idea. Yeah, I sometimes do them one better and just leave it in the car entirely. Mm. Um, and then you go in. And uh, it's a dimly lit, serene space mm-hmm. where you uh, you pull up a cushion, uh, a little something to rest your back on, uh, a nice uh, a nice chenille blanket. Yes, and uh, and somebody guides you through a meditation of thirty to sixty minutes, yeah. um, where uh, in, for example, a loving acceptance meditation class, you might uh, visualize someone that you care about, mm-hmm. and uh, and then and send them the message. May you be loved. Mm. May you be happy. Then you visualize someone you are sort of neutral about. Someone, mm. you know, maybe the, the checkout person yep. at, the, at the drugstore. I already don't like the sound of this. Yeah. And, you, and you do the same. Then someone you find it difficult no. to, uh, to like. And then you, you send them that message. May you be loved. May you be happy. And then finally, you turn that attention on yourself. You treat oh. yourself with the amount of compassion that you would you would treat a stranger or maybe even someone that you don't like. And you say, may you be happy. May you be loved. So were you able to – did you go through all four phases? Uh, I did go through all four phases. Um, I'm, I'm sure I flipped somebody off in traffic later that day. Yeah. But I mean, listen, I'm a work in progress. Yeah. That's are the way we, it goes. We all are. Yeah. What's your relationship with meditation outside? Was this a one-off or is this um, – Well, I mean, they were offering, you know, like a $50 three-week, you know, all yeah. the classes you can eat kind of a thing. And uh-huh. I thought, why not? I could stand it. It's near training, mate. So it's oh, like – Oh, you can get it all done. I, internal, external. Internal, external. And yeah, and I thought, why not? Um, I have a meditation app that I use sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I often forget to meditate. Mm-hmm. Um, it becomes a thing that goes on my to-do list and then I just – I never do it. And then yeah. it stresses me out that I'm not doing it, which kind of defeats the purpose of the beginning. How about, how about you? Uh, I have a very um, casual but uh, – disciplined relationship to it in that I do do it probably uh, at least five minutes every day, also with an app. Mm -hmm. Now, here I – well, (laughs) it's really corny, but it is Deepak and Oprah. Great. Which they do – they are collaborators. Mm -hmm. They have like several meditation series. But I just happened to like get in – that was my way into it. And that is like listening to like – 10 minutes of Oprah talking about the, the, the day's sort of theme and then like 10 minutes of Deepak and then like mm-hmm. 10 minutes of meditation. Now, I am now just skipping ahead to the meditation part. I'm just – because I made a deal with myself like I'll just get five minutes in. And normally in that five minutes, I'm just going through the grocery list of like things that I want to do, mm-hmm. all of the grievances I have with people. I'm just sure. you know imagining the confrontations I'm going to have mm-hmm. in the day. So I, I can't say that it's like working mm-hmm. a ton. <laughs> okay, but it's a quiet moment in the day. It's a quiet moment in the day. So you just focus and hone your rage. Well, and now I'm at the point of like, if this is where I'm at when I am meditating regularly, even if it's only for five minutes, I don't want to know where I would be at if I wasn't. So I, I can't, there's no going back. I gotcha. can only go further. Okay. Do you focus on quieting the mind at all i do there is a mantra it for that that's what i like about each day of this deepak thing is there is a mantra so there's something to hold on to so Mm -hmm. you're quieting the mind but you're not in that like um you you know sort of circular like am i thinking a thought oh that's a thought oh that you know you just you just repeat the mantra interesting yeah okay i'll give it a whirl i do headspace oh yes i know about headspace yeah it's not bad um by the way we should. I want to shout out um, Melissa Stevens because she has a great 
podcast uh-huh. talks all about this stuff. Great. Uh, it's called Fear Based Life. Oh. She talks about her fears, talks about her guests' fears. Yeah. And anyway, you, you said Headspace, and it made me think of her because I think she recommended that one. Interesting. To me. I am deeply fear based. I should go on that show. Absolutely. When are you going to have me? What are you grateful for in this Thanksgiving? What am I grateful for this Thanksgiving? What am I grateful for this Thanksgiving? That's a tough one. Yeah. This was a rough year. It was. This was a rough fucking Fuck year, this year. Uh Do you remember the end of 2016 when we were just like, get this year over with? Oh, like, yeah. It, God, what now, fools were that we? That is like a beautiful picnic in the meadow yeah. compared to uh, to what we've – been confronted with this year. Um, what am I thankful for? I am. Uh, I guess I'm. Uh, I'm really digging the Dua Lipa album. Is wow, great. That has really been a touchstone for you. It in really 2017. has. Been. It has been. It's such a perfect pop album. Yeah. And in fact, I just watched the videos for New Rules and Be the One uh, for medicinal purposes the other night because I was just at the end of my rope and I was like, I need to look at one perfect oh. thing. Have you and seen so the, the, somebody sent us the gay guy version of the? Uh, I have not video. seen it. It's good. I've yeah okay. I'm yeah. sure it is. Yeah. I just haven't seen it because I think I'm going to be mad. I didn't think of it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the great part is it's not even a joke. They're just simply doing right. the video yeah. but with all like these really ripped gay men at sure. a better house in Palm Springs. Yeah. It oh. looks like the most fun ever. Mm-hmm. Like, you imagine you spent the weekend with all your friends and like swimming in the pool and just reenacting the Dua Lipa video? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of my fantasy. <laughs> that is a life that I would be thankful for. Uh, how about you? What are you thankful for? What are you grateful for? I mean, all of the, you know, my boyfriend, my dog, my mom. Oh, yeah, of course. All that shit, too. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Grateful for this show? Yes, me too. I mean, I'm I'm, uh, grateful. I have a place to go every week to have these conversations. I mean, Samantha Ronson just blew my titties off last week. Lord have mercy. She was so great. People, I, I more than one gay guy has messaged me to say like I am feeling things about Samantha Ronson that are confusing. Yeah, and and I get that. Yeah, she's unbelievably cool. She's the coolest. Person. She she's so disarming. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she's, yeah, and wise, and just and a fucking great DJ. Just yeah. all of it. Yeah. All of it. Yeah, I too am thankful for this show. I truly am. And like, and I, I love hearing from people. I love hearing that we're, we're having conversations that, that are nourishing to people. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, if you haven't listened to our back episodes, dive deep. Get in there. We're on what, 16, 17 now? Something yeah. like that? You're in for a treat on a treat on a treat. Mm-hmm. And we got plenty more to come. Um, so let's get through this holiday weekend. Uh, and uh, Hold on tight. Yeah, and maybe 2018 won't be as much of a shit show. It cannot get worse. <laughs> Let's not, let's not dare God, okay? Oh, God. Um, do we want to? Do you want to talk George Michael? I mean, I would I, love to at least yes. touch on touch on him. Yes, I watched uh, the George Michael documentary finally. Ben and I did the other night. It is so heartbreaking. Yeah, um, especially since it had he had started it when he was alive yeah. and did most, if not all of the interviews when he was alive. So he is being referred to in the present tense, which is really hard to take because he is no longer with us. Yeah. Um, although his appeal is like, is eternal. What, what, what stuck with me was I love, you know, I always love the fact that he just, you know, did faith and then was like, all right, that's it. I'm out. I'm going to yep. do things my way from now on. And, uh, but continued to drop beautiful gems throughout. Yes. Every 18 months or so, a perfect single. Yes. And like an album or two that were okay, 
but like, but the singles were fucking fantastic throughout. And the nice thing about this documentary is that it, it's not one of those things where you they like mention a song and you're like, oh god, I forgot about that. Oh, I wish I could hear it right now. Like they really give you a yeah. good amount of the music. It's like they knew exactly what you wanted. Yeah. In terms of just like you know just re- getting to relive the freedom video. Oh. I mean, the best fucking video of all time. Come on. I mean, it, he was just so the fact that that a gay man could compete on that level of like pop stardom with the Madonnas and the yeah. and the MJs and stuff um he's the fucking best yeah while really leaning into his gayness like he wasn't out until later but it was almost a formality oh you know yeah he actually started off even gayer than he was when he was out holy shit yeah those early wham videos what the hell yeah and yeah oh god yeah he's he was a goddamn genius he was a genius. And, and I love – and this is a thing that John Butler and I talk about a lot because w- one of the times when George Michael was uh, was uh, found by the, the press and mm-hmm. or the police mm-hmm. uh, in uh, Hampstead Heath cruising mm-hmm. for Strange, God bless him, um, one of those times he was just like, fuck you. This is my culture. Yeah. This is my culture. Yeah. And like – it's easy to rebuke that and it's easy to be like, oh, now that's not true for everybody or whatever. In in a way, it kind of is true. And it's true because, you know, of course, we were like condemned to the shadows for centuries before we were ever able to, yep. to live openly. But there is sort of, you know, there is such a thing as like gay sexual freedom. It's a thing that we talk about on this show a lot. And and believe me, we've got some upcoming episodes where we really get into oh, it. Oh, yes. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Listener doesn't yet, but boo, get ready. Um it's, I mean, it, that, you know, in a way that is our culture, you know, that there is that element in our culture and it's like, it's not to be, you know, shunned and, and like yeah. horrified by. He was being an activist by yeah. being out there, yeah. you know, getting blowjobs yeah. and public restrooms. That's right. But God, he, he never, he never didn't, he stayed hot up until the very end. Yeah. He was different kinds of hot. so good looking mm-hmm. right up until the very end. And, and, and that alone is inspirational for me. Just truly. on a superficial level. Yeah, truly. That Brazilian boyfriend of his? Oh, have mercy. God. Yeah, it is fantastic. If you haven't watched it yet, you must. It yeah, that's truly. a good holiday recommendation. Mm-hmm. Search Party Season 2. Watch mm-hmm. Smilf. Mm-hmm. Listen to all the back episodes of this show. Mm-hmm. You, got a lot, you got a lot of work to do this Just holiday season. Live your truth. Live your truth. Eat your leftovers. And we'll be back with our special guest, Matt Balasai, after this. So listen, uh, I don't know about you, but I'm hosting Christmas dinner this year. I am. My mom's coming out. Uh, We're having uh, a few friends in the backyard. It's going to be pretty chill, but I am in charge of Christmas cooking. I am first coming over. Oh, good. I'm Please. bringing Michael and all of his 15 relatives. Okay, that's excessive. Well, the good thing you've got Jules sous vide on that's your side. That's really true. It's a foolproof way to get perfect meals. Poultry, fish, meats, all of it cooked perfectly. Here's my thing. I think I'm going to uh, sous vide a whole bunch of uh, chicken thighs. Ooh. And then when everybody gets over, throw them on the grill, get that nice little sear on them. The, uh, the, in, the, the internal temperature will be, will be safe, will be uh, tender and delicious. And then uh, we'll, we'll do Christmas tacos. Oh, God. And, then, and then it, uh, it, it maintains the temperature for you. Like if you mm-hmm. decide you're going to serve cocktails, people are running exactly. late. Yeah. You can't overcook it. You can't undercook it. With Jules Sous Vide, every home cook can create chef-level dishes thanks to the precise temperature control. Wow. Uh, also, there's an app with more than 100 recipes on it. There is a visual doneness guide so you can, like, sort of look at the meat and Ooh. say, like, ah, yes, that's what I want. Uh, Jewel means perfect food every time. 
to get yours. Go to chefsteps.com slash Jewel, J-U-L-E, and use the code homophilia to get 15 bucks off for a limited time. Chefsteps.com slash J-O-U-L-E. Code homophilia. Welcome back. We are here with a guest who's just breezing through town on a book tour. I love it. How glamorous. He is, um, I, I think, best known as the internet drunk, <laughs> Matt Bellasai. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, hi, Matt. Hi. Thank you for having me. Is it, weird for that we're, coming. is it weird that we're not drinking wine right now? That's fine. You know what? I'm I'm a little wind out, not going to lie. Really? Um, yeah, how could you not Also, be? my liver is a little wind out, uh, literally. <laughs> the doctor <laughs> is like, take it easy. Uh, so, you know, I'll, I I have it in my moments. Sure. Um, caffeine, though, is my one true addiction. Yeah. Well, like, we, actually, we all... I get, like, the shakes when I don't have it. Yeah. Uh, this is my – I've already had a venti coffee. It's, oh, oh, it's eleven. That's at least a day. Yeah, that's at least a yeah. day. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's not great. There was mm-hmm. an, a real. There was an almost an incident when we came in, and the nitro tap here at Earwolf seemed to not be working. And yeah, we almost a physically attacked Horsey <laughs> Kevin <laughs> because almost set the place on fire. Yeah. Well, I was we at when I worked at Buzzfeed, they had one of those nitro things, and they didn't tell us that it was concentrated, so you had to cut it fifty yeah. percent with yeah. with water. Is that true for us? Oh, and nobody <laughs> knew. So for like. First two weeks, we were all fucking wired out of our minds. <laughs> yeah. I do think that that's the case, and yet we're not heeding that advice. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think that we. Should, you we walked should. in, we all looked we like old cartoon characters, where it was all like wavy line. We weren't even like a solid person. Yeah, that's yeah. the state I'm trying to get to at all times. <laughs> right, right. I'm trying to achieve the state of being a squiggle person. Yeah. Somebody, get, I, I am so nervous about any like stimulant or or relaxant or anything. I had a flight recently and it was like somebody set it up for me and it was a middle seat and I couldn't get out of the middle seat. And like and I'm a little claustrophobic. Yeah. And I don't like to, you know, sit still for very long. Mm. So a friend of mine was like, take a clonopin. Like yep. I'll give you a clonopin, take a clonopin, which I've never taken. I've never taken a Xanax, mm, I've never so taken anything. Good. I hear it's great. <laughs> but here's my fear. My fear is that my true desire deep down is to open the emergency door on a plane while it's 30,000 feet in the air. And it's only my anxiety that's keeping that down. So if you remove the anxiety, those things might rise to the surface. Or I might just start slapping people or whatever. Yeah. These are not side effects I've ever heard of from Clonopin or Xanax. So you you didn't take it? I didn't. Uh, I suffered through I but I mean, through. I think it's best to do it when you're in a middle seat so mm-hmm. that you have two people on each side of you to, to stop restrain you. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, was, that was smart. Well, Matt, how did time. you cope with your flight from New York out here? That's a long one. I actually, I've started taking plain drugs. I, it's, I like take lorazepam, which is Ativan. Valium, right? It's mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, just pure pain. Like I, I do a, a drip, a morphine drip before I get on the plane. <laughs> um, no, it's like Xanax uh-huh. that that um, the doctor was like, do not drink within like 48 hours of taking this, which is not, it's like On eight both hours. sides? No. That's what they say. Oh, you can Jesus. have, I've had like a glass of Prosecco or whatever. Uh, well, that is a combo that I love. <laughs> really? Like one glass and uh, some It doesn't kind of work for me though. Cause I originally, it wasn't cause I was nervous. It's because I am like over six feet tall and like, I just, it gets so uncomfortable on airplanes. I yeah. can't get comfortable. And so I was like, I just want to take something to knock me out. Yeah. But that doesn't, it doesn't really knock you out. It just makes you like chill. Uh huh. So I need like I need I need like 
to drink a bottle of NyQuil or something, like yeah. something to yeah. really knock me out. The last time I took NyQuil, I woke up punching my headboard. That's not a joke. <laughs> with a fist? Wow. In the middle like, of the night, with a fist, with a closed <laughs> fist. Yeah. It's a really, I, I have to tell one quick Ny- NyQuil anecdote. So uh, my fr- friend, Shira Casp, who I've shouted out on here before, um, is known in some circles as the lighthouse. One technique that she used to recommend to um, say you are in a state where you are one, you know, you're, you're dating a new person, you don't know where you stand with them, and you are constantly like fighting the urge to text them back all the time, and you're just trying to you're you're, you're trying to form a certain you know persona with them. Uh, uh, you're playing the game. Uh-huh. Her advice, I don't know that she ever took this herself, but her advice was to. When you're in that state and you're reaching like later in the day, chug some NyQuil, pass out. You'll wake up at, you know, in the fives or the sixes in the morning. You'll Uh start your day and you will have resisted the urge to text that person back. So you will look unavailable and therefore more attractive. Uh And you will have skipped dinner. So you wake up feeling skinny and (laughs) desirable. Uh So in every way, the advice is erase yourself. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Temporarily. Yeah. Totally healthy. Totally non-problematic. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I don't think she ever does this. I think it's all a joke. Yeah. Don't freak out that Uh I'm uh, saying this on the air. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not into it. I'm just saying it's like, don't be you for 10 hours (laughs) and then you'll be fine. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Uh, So uh, what'd you watch on the plane over? Um... What did I watch? Are you I, even a plane watcher? I am. Well, I don't. I feel like I took a. a I was on a plane that didn't have any like screens. Um, it was yeah. What, they make those what, still. But what kind of barbaric? What? Wow. It was Delta. No, oh what, no, they did have. Wright they Brothers did have a thing. biplane. Did you take over here? But you know what? I I started using wireless headphones, so you yeah. like can't plug into the seat unless you bring oh, yeah. like a bat or use one of the gross headphones that they give you if you yeah. want if you want that of diseased headphones. No, I've been rewatching um, RuPaul's Drag Race. Which uh, season? Uh, I just watched all of uh, season seven and then All Stars two. Uh-huh. And so uh, I was watching that on my phone. Okay. What, yeah. what, you just needed a fix? Yeah. I'm, like yeah. watching Drag Race is a big confidence booster. Just to like I, – I just feel like when, when I see all these freaky queens yeah. just being crazy, They're I'm like, best. I could do that. Yeah. yeah. I, can, no, I can't do drag, but I can be crazy. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. How do you feel about the new All Stars cast? I saw. I'm I'm in love with Katya and Trixie. I'm very excited for their Viceland mm-hmm. show, and uh, so that's what initially I like binged all of their YouTube videos. Yeah, and then I had to go back and watch Katya's season, and now uh, Katya and Trixie, and now I'm uh, I'm excited that Trixie is on. It's a and, and let me ask you. This is probably a stupid question, but in the photo that they've released to announce it, Milk. Is massively ripped. Muscular. Is yeah, that a, is that's a joke, right? Or is he? Is that really his body? No, he's like pretty twinky. That's what I thought. Yeah, but I'm a little checked out. Of, well, I, I just I haven't seen the picture yet. I'm gonna have you to look that see up. This picture. Yeah, it's like it looks like some type of Hulk bodysuit. Uh, it just is weird that everybody would just be in like fully in drag, and then one person is just has a fully airbrushed body. <laughs> I'm I'm We're guessing it's now? like a suit that he was wearing, but oh. maybe not. I don't know. I did no research on this, but I glanced <laughs> at it on my phone and uh-huh. I'm here asking okay, you. Gonna, to, well, I just went to DragCon in New York City and yeah. uh, that was the first DragCon in New York. I got to speak on a panel and uh, oh. uh, Milk was there and was not 
ripped. Okay. So, uh, so that was pretty recent. So I mean, I'm assuming it yeah. was a couple weeks ago, maybe in those two weeks. <laughs> yeah, this is not just real. got ripped up. This is not real. I, this, that, <laughs> that's, that, this is like it's body competition. Obvious, that yeah, but it's, it's got to be. I can't imagine that they would like Photoshop Milk's head onto a different body. Like they had no, to have. I, it had to be like a suit. Right. This is yeah. This is a drag performance. Okay. Yeah, it's the a drag performance. I'm the ashamed of, of myself. Not seen <laughs> <Yeah>. ever. <laughs> I know. I, I, like. Two years from now, drag is just going to be like a like shimmering aura that you can see through. It's not <laughs> yeah, going to yeah, be an yeah. actual person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're just I, reaching that point. I'm a Thorgy Thor fan. I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah, I yeah. Don't even me remember too. Thorgy. I dip in and out of this mm-hmm. show, and I don't know why. To me, it's like going to the beach. Like I, I rarely do it, and then uh-huh. I do, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm never not going to be a beach person. And then a couple weeks go by, and you forget. <laughs> yeah, and I do that with Drag Race sometimes. I'm yeah, the opposite I of a beach person. I go and I'm like, why the fuck does anybody do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll be washing this up. Out of my vagina for the next <laughs> four months. I feel like with Drag Race, I like they they assemble these incredible casts of really compelling personalities, and then it's like they have a little bit of business, and then it's like forty five minutes of Michelle Visage doing pussy jokes. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And it's yeah. like, okay, we've heard them. We've have heard them. Do you listen to their podcast? To really I have, I have. Some uh, somebody that I went to college with wrote a really funny Facebook post about their podcast, which was that like every episode is basically Michelle being like. My gluten journey, my food allergy <laughs> journey, my daughter's depression journey. Yeah, yeah. And Rue's response is always like, you have a daughter? <laughs> because Michelle's whole identity is like, we've been best friends for decades and they have. And you know, yeah. and I know he loves her, but he's just not checked into her family life as much as I think she'd like for him to be. And it's really funny. He's always like, now, which one is that? She's like, you've – she's 14. You know, have known her her whole life. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I love RuPaul. Oh, the best. I just, yeah, I aspire to that level of just don't give a fuck. Yeah, he's yeah. fascinating. He's what fascinating other uh, shows are on your pop culture radar at the mm-hmm. moment? I've now reached a point where, like, I can't I, – I I'm only capable of watching one thing at a time, and mm-hmm. I, like, my brain is just – a year from now, it's going to be complete mush. Yeah, uh, if it's not already. <laughs> but I, I just binged all of Will and Grace. I went back. I'm pissed that all, I all of it. All yeah, seven, eight yeah, seasons? twice. Wow. Because then when I get into it and then I finish it, I'm like, now I feel an emptiness, and it, it's I can only fill it with going back and starting it right over again. Yeah. Um, but I paid for it on iTunes because it wasn't anywhere. Like, they finally put it's it on, on iTunes. Hulu. And then, like, halfway oh, yeah. through, they put it on Hulu after I gave them money. Which I talked so about. I want, I've been going back as well. But I think on Hulu, you're maybe getting the shitty, not HD version or something. They're all shitty. Yeah. They're all, like, yeah. There was some weird thing with the, the who owned the rights to that show that, like, like they only put up a certain version. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. But I, I I could watch that show me through too. like a telescope a mile away, and I would still love it. I know, me too. I'll yeah. take them any way I can get them. I am yeah. uh, I am McConkie Beach with Will and Grace. Oh, really? I've seen maybe a quarter of the episodes, and I always enjoy it. And I always think, yeah, this is the kind of thing yeah. that I could really like binge and get into. But I just never did. The new season is really good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I watched. I tried last week. Oh wow! I watched it, and I thought, and like. 
the, the first episode of this of the of the relaunch or whatever. And it was like they made a Donald Trump looks like a Cheeto joke, mm-hmm. and they did a Make America Gay Again hat, mm-hmm. and I just thought like, okay, well, I well, think I have okay. a, I probably have like a pretty unsophisticated '90s sensibility, and so it's yeah. good that there's like something <laughs> that is not that I think. I mean, I think the show is is doing a great job, like currently uh-huh. but when people criticize it for that reason i'm like yeah you're probably right yeah, yeah it's fine i do kind of think that i feel like they got in all their trump jokes in that first episode just because it was like let's get it out of the way mm-hmm. uh-huh. and i feel like the last few haven't been or there's only been like four but they haven't been as trumpy yeah yeah so it felt like i was like yeah because i felt the same i was like okay yeah we get it yeah but we, um yeah. but i like it yeah we're capable of more right so uh, you've ju- you've just rewatched all of it twice. Yeah. Um I I'm just getting to know um cuz he's a neighbor of mine, the guy who played Will's boyfriend who was a ballet dancer. I don't remember him. And and, and you know you know how like there are shows like there are a few sitcoms that have lasted like 8 years that like and they're always on in reruns and it seems like with everyone that I didn't watch every episode, I've seen like a few episodes and one of them 13 times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I've seen yeah. – there are episodes of like MASH that I've seen 20 times mm. and I've like seen a tenth of that show. Right. Uh, but do you remember when he had like the ballet dancer No, I, I don't – I can't picture him. And he's like everything can be a dance and like and he very – like oh, he puts down right, – right, right. you know, sets the table mm-hmm. in a very uh, – with a flourish. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I've seen that one like 13 times. And so I'm super starstruck by this guy. <laughs> It was on one episode. No, I haven't. I haven't. I'm trying to play it cool. I'm playing the game. Wait until he hears this. I'm going to drink a bottle of NyQuil. I'm going to tell him. (laughs) Hey, speaking of drinking bottles of stuff, Matt, can you tell us how you became this internet phenomenon, you know, drinking wine? Yeah. Well, so I I moved to New York. I was – Five years ago, I moved to New York, and I worked at BuzzFeed. I started as an intern writing lists and quizzes and sure, like you know, you do. all the BuzzFeed stuff. Sure. And, um, yeah, a couple of years in is when they started making videos, mostly out here in L.A., and I was in New York, and I was, I was jealous of my friends who got to be uh, on camera and doing video stuff here. Not, I never thought I would be an on-camera person. Mm-hmm. I never liked that. But I was like, I like the idea of doing like a kind of YouTuber parody where it's like straight to camera, but a comedy piece. It's not like, hey, guys, here's what I bought at Sephora today. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, not to just shit on all of those people, but. They're powerful. I'll shit on them. (laughs) You don't want to get the Jake Paulers against you. No, 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 no. Um, Yeah, that's why I I stay on the East Coast uh, Uh so I don't have to deal with that. Uh, Mm -hmm. People setting like fireworks off in their empty pools in the backyard Mm -hmm. in West Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But so I started – there was like one time I was also like the boy band reporter at BuzzFeed. was very into One Direction. Um, Started as a joke and then it was like, oh, (laughs) okay. You've got an area. Yeah. And so there was one time where they had a new album coming out and I was like, can I get drunk at my desk, drink a bottle of wine and like review their album? And my boss was like, sure, let's go for it. (laughs) So I like broke that barrier. And then when we were trying to think of videos, I was like, let's just keep at it and I'll drink a bottle of wine and, Uh you know, write like a rant. And How uh, often were you actually drinking a bottle of wine? Every week. Yeah. Wow. We tried. You can't. 
No half stepping on that. One. No, you got to really do it if you're. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying wow as if I couldn't do that myself. I yeah. happily yeah, yeah. would do it right now. So I wrote that. about it in my book, and there was a there was a uh, like copy editor and fact checkers would read through, and every time I said that, he would underline it and be like, "This doesn't seem like that much." And I was <laughs> like, "Fuck you, man!" <laughs> I chugged it in like five minutes at in, at noon every week. <laughs> Give me oh, some oh, credit. He was saying I feel like you could have. Like more as as if I were saying like that's that's like a feat, and he was like, that doesn't seem yeah. that impressive to me. Yeah, and I was like, no, a bottle of wine isn't that impressive. But I did like chug it at noon sure. at my desk, and it, it sure does bad. loosen the tongue. Right, mm-hmm. right. Okay, so which uh, which is your favorite member of One Direction? Um, I mean, Harry Styles. Okay, mm-hmm. is, is my ride or die still? Okay, and which member of One Direction are you? Uh, We're not going to take you through a full quiz, but I, I think you've probably taken one and you know. Yeah, I'm probably. Be honest with yourself. Go deep. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to like run through. Probably, I think Niall is the blonde one. Yes. Is the most like innocent and precious and should be protected. And yeah. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm delicate. Um yeah. We are perfectly aligned with both of those answers. So. <laughs> good, good, yeah. good. I'm yeah. so checked out of One Direction. I'm <laughs> yeah. like purposely because it makes me feel old, like, like oh, same. my vision yeah, when absolutely. they come into, you know. Yeah. I just went to – I went to Harry's show in New York at Radio City and I was a full like two feet taller than everybody there. Sure. There was a full like wake of teens behind <laughs> me because like – and I feel so bad all the time because I'm like – I there's nothing I can do to get out of your way. I'm yep. just going to be in the way. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm also like very easily spotted in that crowd. Sure. Mm-hmm. Of course. But I got to meet Harry that day. Oh, Did you really? Wow. Yeah. I've been, like? been harassing him for five years on Twitter. Um, and uh, finally, finally it happened. Did he say, oh, you're the guy sending me all this? <laughs> he, he, he came up to me and was, wow. yeah, and like knew me. So what is that like? Talk me through that. It was, it was incredible. Yeah. Um, what was he wearing? Uh, he was wearing – so he – it was after the show where they have that like kind of like friends and family thing afterwards that mm-hmm. I managed to get into. Well, your family. Right, right, right. And uh, it was a lot of like business people and, and then like a few fans. And uh, he wasn't in his like Gucci floral suit that he wears on stage. Mm-hmm. He was – he transition to his after show look which uh-huh. is like you know open kimono effortless towel turban and no he was in like skinny jeans and a, a tight t-shirt mm-hmm. perfect uh, perfect outfit for sure. meeting um yeah and he like came up and was i mean he's i i've when I was at BuzzFeed, his sister came in and was in like a video that I did and so i was i've yep. been like tangentially around meeting him um and uh Finally, he uh, – I think he, he was relieved, relieved that we got it out of the way and that mm-hmm. I wasn't – I didn't like – You weren't a monster. Strangle him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put a potato sack over his head and like rush <laughs> him out. Is he in his 20s? Well, I don't um, – yeah, he's, he's at least 18. That's okay. all that matters. That's uh, what I was asking. <laughs> yeah. He is 24, I think, and so Great. he's a few years younger than I am. I, I look far older than I am. My hairline is about 40 years older no, than I am. like a fresh babe. <laughs> yeah, you're dewy fresh. <laughs> Thank you. Are you keeping up with the latest wave of boy bands? No, no. Okay. Uh, I've, I've, I, I think, I was just saying, I think like Sean Mendez is the youngest person I think I'll ever know at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Like after, the, after him, I don't think I can like That's comprehend anybody. Yeah. 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 
Uh, Let me tell you something. You will come back around, but just like you're (laughs) visiting a foreign country. You know what I mean? Like you're, like you're immersing yourself in some culture that you don't understand. Right. Where you don't even, it's, it's like, uh, like, like you don't even, it's like you're in Japan or something. You don't, you can't even read a street sign. You know what I mean? It's just completely different, but it's fascinating. And you just let the experience wash over you. Yeah. That's where I am right now (laughs) with like this new wave Mm -hmm. that, uh, by the way, we've run out of band names. And like, and yeah. we've even run out of band names with numbers attached. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that—that that was fifteen yeah, years ago. Yeah. So now they're all there's like, why don't we? <laughs> and like, how about that lamp? And wow. you know, hashtag eat cheese or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they just—it's just whatever they could come up with. Like they were yeah. in a hurry, and and they're all like they're all kind of it's it, like it's. It is very much like the new kids on the block, the way that they are styled similarly, and they yep. always have to like pose in a certain way. They don't have to dance anymore. And One Direction knock that door down. A, a right. little androgynous and like non-threatening, sure. and that's yeah. always going to be right, the right. Vibe. Yeah. yeah, it's really interesting. It's like K-pop for me now. See, I prefer <laughs> to watch my boy band members age and go mm-hmm. on that journey with them. Mm-hmm. I am here for a you know the elder new kids on the block, sure. still touring and. I would love to go on one of those cruises where you just get to. Yeah, one and, just left from New Orleans. The new kids uh, cruise so just sad left. I missed. I'd I love know. to do a live show. Just putting this out there in the universe uh-huh. of homophilia on the new kids on the block with cruise. Jonathan Knight. Yes. Oh my God. Yes, Matt. <laughs> We're doing Run, it. Running out of here. We're doing. Do- why? Why are we talking about this now? Oh. They just left. I just bumped into uh, uh, Joey McIntyre. He was out. Uh, he was out for a jog. He's, by the way, his age the best. Of all absolutely, of them. he's absolutely stunning. Jordan looks amazing. Jordan I mean, looks great. They all look good. They all look. They all look good. They're all great. I have a story about New Kids on the Block that I can't tell you on the air. <gasps> which let's discuss it over the break, and we'll come back and talk about Matt Balanci's love life. <laughs> Dave, the holidays are here. I know. Michael's whole family is coming to town. Stop we're, we're having like, I don't know, 15 people staying at our house <gasps> for, for like a week and a half. With Here's you at your yes, house. Yes, yes, Which is great. It's super exciting. I love them. I can't wait. Here's the <laughs> question. Sounds like an affirmation. I'm not, not going to buy – am I going to buy gifts for each and every one of those people? What's the oh, – what, what am I going to give them? Uh, wait a minute. <gasps> Sock fancy. Oh my God! You're what do you right. know about sock fancy? That makes the perfect gift. Uh huh. They they send you awesome random socks every single month. Now when I say random, it is pairs, so yep. it's not just like two different socks. It's not that random, right? It's still it's, pairs. It's but a random curated pairs. subscription. What is awesomely random? Sock fancy carefully curates each subscription from their large selection of premium cotton blend socks. You just uh, sign up. You you know you can give somebody a subscription by signing them up for a three month or a six month or a nine month a year long subscription, and then sock fancy handles the rest. Mm-hmm. It is the gift that keeps on giving every month. Yeah, it ships sucks. all over the world for free. You don't like the pair you get, you send it back. You swap for a fresh design. Mm-hmm. Shopping made simple. All you got to do is sign up, check out sock. Fancy takes care of the rest. Take those socks off your mind. You got enough going on. Let Sock Fancy take care of your sock delivery. This just for fuck's sake. Whole this just solved my whole holiday crisis. Boom. Well, now's the time, my friend. Get an extra pair of socks added to any subscription for free when you go to sockfancy.com/homo now and enter code homo at checkout. That's sockfancy.com slash homo. Get a free pair added to your subscription when you enter code homo. Sock Fancy really wants to remind you that you're gay. After 
that explosive yeah. NKOTB reveal. You know, if you, if, you, if you catch any of us in person, buy us a drink and we'll tell you the story. Um, Just can't do it on the air. Nope. I mean, we could, but what we will <laughs> do on the air, though, is a very intrusive deep dive into Matt Belisai's love. I actually, I want to start small and then move into it um, and just talk about self-image because you said yeah. something really interesting before we were recording about having to, you know, edit videos of yourself constantly. Right, right. Well, yeah, my love life is like non-existent. So this is more interesting. <laughs> okay, I think well, we'll there's everybody has a love life <laughs> that is existent. Uh, we'll sure, sure. Um, yeah, no, I, I was always like super uncomfortable, super awkward. Like when I still am super awkward and m- mostly uncomfortable. Uh, but <laughs> like in college, even, like well into college, I would like anytime I had to raise my hand for something, just full, like, forehead to tiptoes, like, bright red, everything. Like, it would start when I was thinking about raising my oh, hand. Yeah. For so I was just always very self-conscious. And when we started making videos, I wanted to sort of be in control of, like, my image. Because there was, like, a cut that an editor put together. And I was like, ah, I don't like some of these. So, like, can I take a stab at it? And um, I... I you know, learned how to edit a one shot, which is, I mean, jump cuts everywhere. It's not just copy and pasting and cutting. Yeah. And, More than uh, I can do. I'm impressed. I mean, yeah, there's a little scissor thing and you you cut it and right. s- some complicated stuff. Yeah. But I think week after week doing that, it made me a lot more comfortable just with how I look and yeah. being like, oh, well. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. But that but sounds like, like weirdly healing to me. Yeah, like, I, I could, think it was. It's exposure therapy. Yes. What yeah. yeah. What, what is, well, how does the self-consciousness manifest itself? Like what do you think, what's going on in your head when you, when you get self-conscious or when you um, Okay, Mindy, my therapist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are you afraid of, Matt? Mm-hmm. Um, on me. Yeah, no, I think it's just, uh, I think – because so much of what I've done is on the internet. I mean, this is mostly about the last five years of being on the internet and not kind of the stuff before, but it was just like so aware of that voice that comes back at whatever you say. Because uh, now, especially now, I think you can look at anything, any tweet, any video, anything, and like scroll down. You can almost like know exactly what the first comment is going to be. Sure. And I think it's just like that voice is so well-trained in my head mm-hmm. that I need to be like, you shut the fuck up. Yeah. And like that voice doesn't matter uh, as much as, you know, you're, you're whatever you're creating. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think for me it's always just like – I just have have a very well trained critic who is sitting inside my head. Yeah. That uh, that before I even say what I say, I can hear the comeback. Oh God, yeah. Uh, and I need to uh, quiet him down. Uh-huh. Um, who, so who is he? Does his he, does name he... is uh, Phil, and uh, he he looks great. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know who, <laughs> where that like critical voice comes from. It's funny because when I I talk about in in the book about how like my mom was so was so like you're special, you're precious, mm-hmm. you look like Lan- Linda Evangelista. That's that's how she raised me. Um, <laughs> it was just like, yeah, like I was coddled to the point of like, now I don't know how to do shit. Uh-huh. Um, and then when other people are telling you you don't look like Linda Evangelista, you're like, wait, wait, wait. wait. There we feels, go. Break, breakthrough, that's yeah. it. Yeah. 
yeah, no, I think I was I was very protected. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, maybe now I'm just too delicate to deal with uh, even the slightest criticism. No, no. If you if you put any of yourself out on the internet, you you are you are by definition yeah. a tough person. Yeah, <laughs> because there is nothing worse. Well, than strangers. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I I think I'm a, I'm pretty tough now, and I've heard it all. Um, and and now I like turning uh, insults around. Like my favorite insult ever is someone called me Casper the Faggot Ghost, which wow. is amazing. It's not bad. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. I yeah. give that credit. You have the nostalgia factor. Um, there's just a it lot pl- it going plays on. on your on your delicate features. Yes. Yeah, they just get everything about me. You know, gay, pale, uh-huh. dead little boy. It's all <laughs> that's just me. Um, yeah, no, I think I was actually kind of eased in mm-hmm. to criticism on the internet because when I started at BuzzFeed, I was just a writer, and like uh, when people would not like something I I wrote, they would say, "Oh, BuzzFeed sucks," or "I hate yeah, yeah, you yeah. know this article." And then, like as I wrote more, they would say, "Oh, I hate this writer. I see him like I see his name." Mm-hmm. And then as, by the time I got to videos, where people would be like, "I hate you personally and everything about you and your family," and then I was like, "Oh well." It, I'm dead inside. It's fine. It's uh, a good place to be, though. I mean, <laughs> right, it, right, yeah. I mean, I guess that maybe that is the goal, is to just all <laughs> deaden ourselves just enough. Yeah, yeah. If, if you remember nothing else from this show, just don't. Just erase <laughs> yourself completely. Feel nothing. It's the secret to life. Yeah. I think, I think I've think i reached a point. I mean, I think the other the, – the fun side of the internet is that you can find your crowd and, uh, th- and know that you're kind of making stuff for people who appreciate what you do. Uh-huh. Um, so it's always like remember that and don't, yeah. don't focus on that first commenter who's like, fuck you. Yeah. But focus on all of those people because most of the – Positive responses aren't spoken. It's it's yeah. people who are like yeah. two million people can watch a video and one negative comment like pales that's in comparison the one that to sticks with you. yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah that's the th- that's the thing about uh, people on the internet they will and and also kind of just in general right they if okay on a zero to ten like zero being I think this thing is the worst. Mm-hmm. And 10 being, I think this thing is the best. You will only hear from zero through five. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Right. Like six through 10, it's like you ne- no one's ever going to take the time to make an internet comment that's like, I, I thought this was okay. I thought <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. Like, I like you okay. Right. It's only str- – you're going to hear from 10 and zero through five. Right. That's right. it. That's it. So and, you just have to kind of train think yourself. That that's what the reaction is from everybody. Exactly. It's just that people aren't aren't speaking up. Yeah. It's like you right. the people who the guy who called me a true we ho no talent on our <laughs> I, I, <laughs> which I is hurtful <laughs> because you live in Eagle Rock. Right. I mean, I did take it as a weird compliment in a way because in my mind, we ho is still this like aspirational like um like like rich like muscle dude. Yeah. And so I was like, I like that I'm perceived that way. <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah. you gotta find the find the the silver lining. Yeah. Find the compliment. Find, right. find the compliment. Mm-hmm. Find the compliment. And that person is an idiot. <laughs> yeah, or wildly talented. You know. Um, oh, are you on Grinder? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not actually. Even though I, I just went into their offices yesterday, they have like an office. They're oh, sure they do when they're people work for them. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, they have a magazine. I know. That's what, and it's good. It's good. I know. Yeah, it's now like one of the. It's like second or third most viewed like gay publications. Really? Um, what's what's the first? I have to ask. I think it's the Advocate, and then oh, okay. Out, and okay. then and then Into, which is Grinder's new, yeah. new magazine. Shout really out like. to Into. Yeah, yeah. I like fans. I like a gay site that's like 
you don't go to it and you're greeted by uh, Joe Jonas. Right. You know what I mean? There's just something, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something kind of comforting about yeah. like, hey, oh, there's actual gay people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they had me in, I was like, all right, so where do I paint the abs on before you you let me on camera? And they um, said, nope, we love you just Yeah, the way and they you were are. like, just go out fully nine months pregnant. We'll put you on TV. <laughs> that we won't have. <laughs> That kind of self-deprecation here. Well, um, let me answer your question then. Yeah. Yeah, No, I think it's – it's. I'm like not an apps person. No. And uh, yeah – and and I think it is that level of like exposure that I'm yeah. not. I don't love. Uh-huh. I don't love the oh you can like screen cap this shit and share it somewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I like the let's build some confidence up first or mm-hmm. and build a rapport. Sure. So you've tried um, it, 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 with the the okay cupids and the tenders of the world. A little bit. Yeah. But you never like yourself. fully. Yeah. Never fully into it. Which is interesting because so that's how what everyone is doing. Right, right. You are a person with the internet is such a huge part of your life and connecting to an audience, but not connecting yeah, but to I that think, audience. I think that's. I think my ideal uh, partner is someone who has like never seen a computer before at this oh, point. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to find that person, and that sucks because that means I have to like go out into the real world. Yeah, and you try just need to, to go find into them deep, somewhere. deep Brooklyn and find the most artisanal, <laughs> yeah. off the grid. Yeah. yeah, someone making bread on like a stove. In there their backyard, uh, be like Linus and find the most sincere pumpkin patch. <laughs> yeah, in yeah, the world, and that's that where your time. boyfriend will live. Where do you go to meet people? Um, I'm like gonna, you know, let's go out with friends. Try. I'm trying to make more of an effort to like go to those things. Well, there will be friends of yeah, friends, yeah, yeah. and uh-huh. yeah, um, it's hard. <sighs> I've had this, like, New York versus L.A. debate a lot because I feel like there are more of those types of, like, apartment party, house party type of things. Um, But, yeah, I mean, so a lot of times it's, like, friends is having a birthday party at a bar and, like, go to things like that. Right. Um, Yeah. It's harder now, I think, that I liked having – like working at an office and having a nine to five and mm-hmm. like I, f- I felt more social then because a there's new people coming in mm-hmm. every, you know every week especially at a place like BuzzFeed that was like growing very fast yeah um but also like people would go out after work now I have to like make an effort I can't just be like hey who wants to like grab a drink after where I have to like shower and you know yeah. put clothes on and leave my apartment and like yeah so it's a little bit more difficult, mm-hmm. um, but we're getting there. And so, when you said that your love life is non-existent, are you you're in a in a dry spell? Yeah, yeah. Self-imposed. Yeah, self-imposed. How well, so? I'm also like the past. I wrote a book, and that was like very intense and and like focused. Yeah. And uh, and now I'm about to go on tour, and like I'm going to be away for two months, and I'm not about that. Like, hey, I'm in Kentucky for a night. Like. Uh-huh. You wouldn't want to just see who slides into the DMs in Kentucky and have a I'm, have a romp and move I don't on. know I mean, not even a romp like a a quick a quick cup yeah. of coffee I a mean quick that glass could, that wine. could be um, conversation yeah yeah I'm not opposed to it okay um, well but, then you do need to get on Grinder <laughs> I know I know I know um, but yeah self imposed. Well, and was, is there a reason itself? I mean, but, well, I, I, other than being busy, was there a point where you were, um, you know, previously to this period of time, like actively trying to date? 
Yes and no. I mean, I I don't think for the past few years that I've been like actively out there. Yeah. I know it sounds cliche, but I'm like, you know, I I feel like I've had a good couple of years career wise, and mm-hmm. I I like am am having a lot of fun, and I want to like be good at that. Yeah. And um, part of me also like still feels like a child, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I've I'm young, and I'm I'm like 14, and you know, I'll be I'll be. Uh, an adult in a few years and, and yeah. can like commit myself to that. And and meanwhile, I like will have fun. And um, so does that mean that like the idea of a relationship is a little like, like icky to you in the way it is to a 14 year old sometimes? It feels, it just feels like distant. It feels okay. like, like I, I don't know, like I'm not ready for it. Something that other people do. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not uncommon. No. I but I, and I, I, yeah, and I think it, it makes total sense. But I also would say uh, the only thing that gets you ready for it is doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, totally. You know? I think the funny thing is like doing, uh, doing stand up and like doing those types of things that I would have been so uncomfortable with, like, even five years ago yeah. is is totally like, okay, apply that same mindset to everything else. Totally. You know, not that I'm like terrified of dating. It's not the most fun thing in the world, yeah. but it's also like, it's that same, that's the same part of your brain that you have to like train to be like, you know what? If it fucking sucks, then you get a story out of it. You get, yeah. you know, you learn from it, you collect data and you know, the next one is hopefully better. And yeah. yeah. And it's all communicating and you are a professional communicator. Yeah. I mean, technically. Yeah. You're quite good at it. So well, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not worried about your abilities once you decide to yeah, no, 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 no. I'm like totally like it's not like I'm like no, I yeah. never want this that, you know. Yeah. Never want that to happen. It's just like right now I'm fine. That's a good place to be. Do yeah. I sound convincing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who is your who in the world of popular culture is your physical ideal? Um it's give me your not, top, give me your top not three. Harry Styles. Give me your top three. Which I think people would be surprised to hear. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> um, too too fragile. T- yeah, uh, honestly, I'm not into like to the tattoo situation. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm yeah. not into like a covered in tattoo situation. And mm-hmm. also, there doesn't seem to have been a strategy there. No, you know no. what I mean. It's just like, <laughs> oh, put one here. <laughs> and we'll throw another one over Zane there. Zane is also fully tatted. As yeah, well. there seems to be more strategy there, Absolutely. like a, a sleeve and that kind of thing. Um, I'm I'm like very vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. Just like good old Midwestern. I'm also like a Midwestern boy. So like just good old, you know, like, corn um, fed. Well, what was it? What's his name from? Uh, what's his um, name? From uh, Call Me By My Name. Uh, what is his name? Oh, Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Yeah, Mercy. yeah. He's yeah. probably up there. He's um, rising. He could overtake James Vanderbeek at any time. Yeah. He really could. He's coming up. It's, yeah, yeah. I'm also like, you know, Sean Mendez is up there too. Okay. I mean, as, as you know, the youngest, that's, that would be the youngest I would go. He's, Interesting. Uh, he's like, I think he's like 19. Okay. Um, yeah, I have not yet accepted him as a sexual being. <laughs> yeah. You'll get uh, it happen. Who else? I'm trying to think of who else. I mean, like, you know, if you want to go fully buff, Chris Hemsworth is probably the one sure. I talk about. You know, that's yeah. standard. Um, who else? I mean, that's a respectable batch. Billy yeah. Eichner is uh, is. I love Billy Eichner. All right. Oh, yeah. he, and he is yeah. looking a buff. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. like getting he's getting hulky. Yeah, Billy, yeah. If you're listening, yeah, we'd love to have you. That yeah. would be on the show. Quite the gay power couple. <laughs> I, hey, yeah. I'm saying, yeah. 
It would it would work. Yeah, I like um, that. But I now he that. gets to like fuck Colton Haynes on American Horror Story. So is that what he's up to on the show? I haven't seen. Yeah. That. No. Oh. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to this. If uh, you, we've if done you far it. worse spoilers. <laughs> <and> <laughs> yes. Don't worry about it. Also, the chance of me ever watching that show are zero. Yeah, it's not for me. I like Leslie it. Grossman is on it. I love her. I yeah. would like to isolate yeah. her parts and watch them. But you can't. You cannot. And you I couldn't. love Billy. But the the I the, the I watched the cold open of this season, and it was um uh what's her name? Who's the muse of and, and all of them? Who plays Marsha Clark? Uh, oh, Sarah, Sarah, Paulson. Paulson. Sarah Paulson. Seeing the election results, yeah, and it was. I hate to say the word, but too triggering for me. I yeah, like, yeah. No, that this. first episode was was a lot. Yeah. yeah, Ryan Murphy to me is the is the is the kind of gay guy who like never ever laughs mm-hmm. but like if something funny happens around him he goes that's hilarious <laughs> like that and that's all you'll ever get from him yeah 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 that is that's my uh, that's Ryan that Murphy. feels very yeah, right to me right? i'm i'm 100% positive that's that's what he's like completely and accurate is, yeah. is there a, so we we've, we've talked about like celebrity crushes are there real life people maybe from your past that you either dated mm-hmm. or wanted to date that you're sort of holding up as the the ultimate yeah, I'm not gonna name names. No, no, I'm not. Expe- <laughs> no, but I would love to love to hear about the experiences of them. Um, well, so uh, one of the stories that I wrote, write about is my uh, my. I fell in love with my straight best friend in college. Oh boy, let's talk about that. Um, yeah, not. And then I took it like to like I tell the full awkward story. Um, uh, BuzzFeed published the excerpt, so you can go read it right now. Um, right. Uh, but I I was still, like, in the closet, and then I hid in his literal closet as, like, a prank, and he brought a girl over, and uh. – I I got out before anything happened, but it was just like <laughs> Did that. Did you say moment. boo when you yeah. got out? Um, she was like, there was a moment where he wasn't in the room. She was in the room. She was like talking to her friend. She had no idea I was there. And then he came back and right away was like, Matt, get out of the fucking closet. Uh. And she was like, she was like, yeah, she had no idea. And, but it was like just that. Yeah. What was your intention? Um, it was the prank. Yeah. You know, it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> but and you weren't trying to the, like you weren't embracing the metaphor of like I'm in the closet I'm coming out. No, of no, I, I wasn't planning a, a, any sort of like dramatic announcement that right. night. Um, I but it, it ended up making one, I guess, without intending it, um, not out loud. But uh-huh. I think in that yeah, in that moment, it I was understood. Was, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it about this guy that attracted? I think you it was to him? just. I mean. I don't think I'd had a lot of male friends before college, and then, like, we became pretty close, and then um, was also very, like, middle American, Mm -hmm. like, just good mama's boy that I was like, all right. Um, Yeah, that felt very, like, accessible and um, not intimidating and uh, friendly. When you were writing, were you thinking about how it would land with him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not friends anymore, which I write about. Um, okay. Meaning you had a falling out? Yeah, like oh. friend breakup oh, because wow. of my dramatics, which should surprise no one by the time <laughs> you reach the end of the essay. Um, it was just like, I think in that moment, because I was still in the closet and like wasn't really like, I was like, no, I don't want, you know, I'm not in love with you. I don't want to like go like, that's not, I just, you're my friend. And I, you know, I, I want us to be, I like went into, we are friends. Um, 
and I, I we should like know everything about one. Like what I wanted right. was a boyfriend, but like right. wasn't that's wasn't what I was admitting. Um, and so that never is going to end well. You're like I think you kind of have to put distance between yeah. you and that person, sure. but. Um, yeah, I went back through because this was when I was in college and it was like I could read all of the Facebook messages, all of the text messages and just to like recount my craziness. And uh-huh. uh, so it's it's all accurate. And wow. like, uh, but yeah, I was I think I, I was like reading his reaction already. Like I already know it because yeah. he was experiencing it then. Sure. But and you're not going to discuss it. I mean, I think it's, it's just it was uh, it was. <laughs> Concern, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. fear, yeah. No, no. I mean, you're not going to discuss it with him now. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Um, n- n- probably not. No. Okay. It's funny. Like literally, every person I went to college with after BuzzFeed published it, uh, which was like earlier this week, everybody texted me. There were people who thought it was about them and it wasn't about them. Oh, and, yeah. So I was you're like, safe. At least I wasn't in you. your closet, so you're safe. Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, and did you ever fun. match that level of intensity with a gay male? Not yet. No. Yeah. But now I have a, now I have a, <laughs> I don't know if I want to. That is a, that, that's an unhealthy level of attachment. Yeah, totally. The, yeah. The, well, and the possibility of it being reciprocated is pretty heavy as well. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I think we all so, avoid that. Uh, that's I think that's a unique type of situation that I am fine having Happy experienced and, and left behind. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, by the way, I'm reading uh, uh, in the line of beauty. Oh, the line of beauty. Yeah. Um, which is uh, the homophilia book club yeah. selection. And We're not it, really anyway. doing anything with that, but <laughs> I've read <laughs> the first hundred pages. That's been uh-huh. my contribution. Oh, I don't know it. I'll but read it. You should read it. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, but uh, it, I only, I bring it up because at least the first hundred pages are largely about a gay guy who's in love with his male best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a bad situation. I didn't yeah. have that as much as I, I had a similar situation with my female best friend in high school. And but the, everything that that I feel like your straight male friend was saying to you, I felt myself saying to her. Mm. I remember her saying to me once, like, um, "It's okay that you're gay. I know we're going to be together." And I was like, "Wow, I am oh, blown boy. away by your level of confidence. That it's not that you're even in denial about me being gay. It was just like she was like, no, no, no. This, yeah. this will happen. No, I, I will make this happen. Sheer yeah. force of will. Yeah, mm-hmm. but That's I impressive. had to look back Admirable, at my own yeah. my you know." Um, how complicit I was in that unhealthy relationship. And yeah. I, it's certainly not like she was crazy and I wasn't, you know, we were in, in high school and we were fucked up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But aren't we all, we're all so fucked up. True. Tell us about the book. Um, well, Tell us uh, everything. Now right I've now. like, uh, now I've spilled it all. Um, yeah, it's about it's it's me embracing all of those awkward moments and mm-hmm. just trying to like turn them uh, turn them into my stories rather than stories that I was an unwitting participant in. Yeah, um, I quote Nora Ephron in the beginning. <laughs> it's totally, uh, I'm totally going in here um, about she talks about how her mother told her everything is copy and yeah. you know when you slip on a banana people laugh at you but but when you tell the story of slipping on a banana it's your laugh it's your story right. so uh-huh. that's what. That was like at the heart of the book that I I wanted to all from the beginning to the end. It's all of my awkward, embarrassing banana slipping moments, um, <laughs> and it's called "Everything Is Awful," and uh, totally yeah, want to embrace those terrible moments. Yeah, just um, there's power in doing them. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 
And it's always nice because I think you you tell your awkward story and then everybody is, you know, everybody's like, I have that exact experience or something mm-hmm. very similar. And it's, you realize, oh, you're, you're not, you might be awkward, but so is everybody else uh-huh. in their own way. Uh-huh. And they've, everybody has felt similar things. Oh, the title, Everything is Awful, speaks to me on a, uh, in my <laughs> Visceral bones. level, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that, is, that is the title of this entire year. This yeah. Chapter of all yeah, of our no, lives. it's mm-hmm. very prescient. Yeah. Um, Matt, thank you so much for you're being the, here. The opposite you. of awful. You're I, delightful. I hope I am, Yeah. Thank uh, you so much for being here. I'm going to be shipping you and Billy Eichner. Yeah. Um, hopefully Let's we'll get do him it. in here. And, Millie? Uh, Millie? Millie. Millie. Bat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bat. Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, a, I'm a bat shipper. <laughs> I'm a bat right, we'll shipper. Yeah. 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 We got some time. We got some time to yeah, workshop. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Perfect. Matt Bellisai, thank you so much. Thank you. Matt Balasai. Wow. MattBalasai.com is where you go uh, to get his tour dates. Uh, his book, of course, is available everywhere. Get it. Dude's a superstar. It's the best. What a joy. What a breath of fresh air, delightful interview, and mm-hmm. just uh, all around sweet, sweet baby angel. Uh, you know who else is one of those? Hell. You, Matt McCarthy. Dave, I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful for you. I truly am. I'm truly grateful. And this is, uh, you know, we, we got some more really fun interviews coming down the pike. Yes, we do. Is, it, is the phrase coming down the pike or is it pipe? It's not pike. pike. It's pike. Pike. Coming yeah. down the pike, we have uh, well, Jeffrey we, Self. We have Jeffrey Self. We have Brian Moylan. Oh, yeah. We have Solomon Giorgio. Yep. We have James Adomian. Yep. Uh, we have names we can't even reveal. No, but it's going to get better. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's already great, and it's going to get better. Yep. Oh, we're also grateful for everyone at Earwolf, Dana Wickens. Yes. Ryan Connor. Yes. Colin Anderson. Yes. Chris Bannon. No, just kidding. Uh, Chris. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm on the fence about it. <laughs> uh, we're grateful to Ben Wise for the music. Of course. We're grateful to our sponsors, to our listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't yet uh, left us a review, please do so. Get in there. And Get in there. Call us with a goddamn question. Yeah. We've we got hearts full of love and advice. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Just tip them out. Uh, have a great rest of your Thanksgiving Day weekend uh, as we begin holiday season 2017. We're going to fucking get through it, and 2018 is going to be a revelation. God bless y'all. We'll see you next week. Bye. Matt, I love Mac Weldon so much. I'm wearing mine now. Are you? Yes. Mine are in the wash. Oh. Because I just wore them. Well, you know what your problem is? You got to get more. You're absolutely right. I need a full rotation of Mac Weldon. I'm going to get it. Those sweatpants, I'm telling you, I wear them out into the world. Oh, now those are the perfect post-Thanksgiving sweatpants. Oh, are they good. And during Thanksgiving sweatpants, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elastic is best. And they're super comfy, and they just fit me nice. That's because Mack Weldon products are crafted with those natural fibers, mm-hmm. built-in performance capabilities. Mm-hmm. They've got the, a, a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, meaning they eliminate odor. That's right. You want to stay odor-free oh, downstairs? God, of course. Listen, when you're making new friends, yeah. you want to make sure everything smells great. Don't be an animal. Don't be gross. Uh, also, all this shit is shipped right to your door. And if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep it, and they will still refund you. No questions asked. Yes. Just go to MacWeldon.com. Get 20% off your first purchase using the promo code HOMO. Do it. 
Oh yeah, you're getting a gift pod swag for your mom. You gotta get her some swag at podswag.com. It's all happening and you're gonna say hey because they're having a big sale on Black Friday. 30% off, 20% off, 25, all sorts of things that will make you feel alive. It's all happening Black Friday at podswag.com. Gifts for your mother, also your mom. Holiday season is here and so are savings. Get that swag, yo, it's so amazing. Get it, get it, get it for your mom. Podswag, podswag.com. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Chris Bannon, and Colin Anderson. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all have seen my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.